Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of the Jola Speaks podcast. The Jola Speaks podcast is intended to grow and equip you in your trust work with God. It is an evolving podcast with a current focus on obtaining clarity and learning about God more as we go through our personal processes, as we learn to trust God in total and surrender to his will. As a disclaimer, I am by no means an expert. No, every episode that you listen to is inspired by the Holy Spirit. I sit down with him and he gives me the words to say. And each day I'm grateful to be used as a vessel to be able to bless people and his blessing people through me and even i often times go and even listen to the podcast because me too i want to be blessed by the podcast so if you want to learn together please like um subscribe to our various pages and also the various podcast platforms so that you can get notification of new episodes being released and also please share and spread the word and we can all learn together and grow in the lord over the last couple of days we continued a series we started in march where we're discussing the story of joseph and lessons from that story and and over the last few days, we focused on have you been sold? Where Joseph's brother sold Joseph. Now, I want us to go back a step and discuss the brother's reaction to Joseph's dream. We had done version one of this where we discussed Joseph revealing his dream on March 30th. So if you want to go back and listen to that episode, it's quite useful because it kind of shows the way Joseph revealed the dream also caused more hatred and the pride that he used also caused more hatred. And the fact that God gives us dream is a personal revelation to us not to the world and we need to understand when to share and how to share to whom we should share those dreams to so today we're going to continue that same scripture so we're going to use that same scripture and then we now discuss lessons and points but i'm going to focus more on his brothers this time so i'm going to be reading from genesis 37 verses 5 to 11 and I read the NIV version and I read Joseph had a dream and when he told it to his brothers they hated him all the more he said to them listen to this dream I had we were binding sheaves of grain out in the field when suddenly my sheaf rose and stood upright while your sheaves gathered around mine and bowed down to it his brothers said to him, Do you intend to reign over us? Will you actually rule us? And they hated him all the more because of his dream and what he had said. Verses 9. Then he had another dream and he told it to his brothers. Listen, he said, I had another dream. And this time the sun and the moon and the 11 stars were bowing down to me. When he told his father as well as his brothers, his father rebuked him and said, What is this dream you have dreamed? Will your mother and I and your brothers actually come and bow down to the ground before you? His brothers were jealous of him, but his father kept this matter in his heart. You see, it's a very interesting and intriguing way that jealousy and hatred kind of blinds us. The best way to put it is that we lost the lenses through which we see things. Now, let's look at Joseph's dream. Joseph said that they were binding sheaves, right? So, I'll go back to verses 7. We were binding sheaves of grain out in the field when suddenly my sheaf rose and stood upright. Let's stop there. They were all sheaves first of all so i want us to understand something that as i was going through this particular part of the scripture what i could see sheaves are was it was representing their various tribes of israel because there came to be so many there was judah there was reuben there were so many tribes in israel and that was representing the tribes in israel 
then it says that the sheaves gathered around them and then they bowed to Joseph's sheep. Now, all the brothers focused on was, oh my God, we bow before you. They didn't see that one, they were actually sheaves. They were all the same thing. Just that once at a point stood upright at a point. Because if you look through the various generations of Israel, even as that four, five generations after, the one sheaf, the one tribe that stood out was Judah. That was the strongest tribe. This gene was at the point of Joseph's life, not his generations. All they could see was, how can we bow before you? We will not let that happen. And that's literally what pride and hatred does. All you see is red. You don't see that actually it's saying that we are going to be many, like the promise had said. We are going to have sheets. We are all on the same. Just that at one point in our lives, we'll have to bow before Joseph, which eventually happened, as we all know. But all they focused on was the fact that, how can I bow before my young brother? The jealousy, the hatred. But they didn't see that they were all sheaves. They were all the same thing. It's just at a point, as he said, suddenly my sheep rose and stood upright while your sheep gathered around mine and bowed before it. It was at a point in time in Joseph's life, not their whole generation itself. Now, let's even look at the other dream of the stars and the moon and the sun. So he says, I had another dream, and this time the sun and moon and 11 stars were bowing to me. They didn't see that they were all stars. God actually called them stars. All they could see was, how can I before my younger brother? And immediately, that literally just blinded them from seeing anything God would have even told them through that dream. Instead of them, you know, getting so just, they could actually go to God and say, God, please, what's happening with my own life? What's happening with my own future? They could ask God that question. But no, jealousy, again, clouds our minds, prevents us from seeing the full picture itself. And guess what? That picture God showed Joseph was a picture in time. It wasn't the whole generation. It wasn't. But they couldn't see because they were so blinded by what was happening. And you know, I may be blinded out of proportion, but I feel like they should actually be celebrating of the fact that they're going to be generations afterwards. They're going to be many people, not just one person, but they're going to be many and millions that we can even see today. But they couldn't even see that. Literally, all they could see was, oh my God, how can I bow before my young brother? How can that ever happen? we cannot let that happen and it just surprises me because if they had killed joseph or if they had succeeded in killing joseph how would they have survived going to egypt and getting food because the reason why they moved to egypt and were able to even get food and all that was because joseph was there for somebody else they were getting food but they were suffering even earlier big time suffering because they didn't have a joseph there to really help them through it's also interesting how sometimes this same jealousy and hatred can make us even short-sighted when i looking forward like ah right now i want to get what i want now and that's it god help us honestly and obviously when i say these things you know it's only god can help because to be human is to do all these things but to let god take control of your life and help you is where you start being able to even cultivate other characters that are like christ god help us honestly and also what it also say here is that god is so merciful god is so merciful imagine if god let them kill him how would they have survived literally they were literally going to just destroy their future themselves with their hands because how would they have survived initially in egypt because the family was across the lands they probably would have been going to and fro to get food at a point they might even be frustrated but god literally put them into a land of plenty because their brother was on the throne but they couldn't see that god is merciful 
And so that's it today. God help us because this thing I'm saying is not born out of man to not be jealous, to not hate, to love. is not easy. Usually it's easier to love somebody that loves you, right? And shows your love. It's, it's much easier. But to love someone, and I mean the actual action love, not the feeling love. If to actually act in love when someone is frustrating you or, you know, being evil, condescending to you, all sort of things, it's quite difficult. And we definitely need the Holy Spirit to help us to be like Christ. It takes the Holy Spirit. We cannot do this out of our own strength. It's not possible. We would fall and fail. But with God, we can go through. We can do it. It also takes obeying what God is saying to us. Because if we are feeling those things in our heart and God says, do X, do Y. Go and see this person. Go and speak to them and all that. Humanly, you don't want to. But if God says, do it, please go ahead and do it. Because you are healing yourself. You will be the best partaker in the whole matter anyway. It's about you, honestly and me. It's not really about the other people. But God help us. Have a wonderful day ahead. God bless you. And I pray that if anyone is struggling with any form of hurt, hatred, jealousy, no matter how it came about, the Holy Spirit would come into your heart and begin to heal you from whatever it is and give you peace, give you rest and give you the strength and the nudges, the instruction to be able to finally come out fully and fully heal from that in Jesus' name. And for anyone that may not really see it or may not understand, you know, do I really have this? That the Holy Spirit would open our eyes to see so we can even take caution and follow his leading in jesus mighty name we've prayed amen thank you for listening today bye and i love you